Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for... All right, man. Fantastic, Sam's brother. We are shit locked and loaded for a, a bit of a special election day eve, election eve, whatever way you want to say that episode of the Conspiracy Farm. I'm as always Jeffrey Wilson, kicking it with my homeboy, USC Hall of Famer Pat Militich. What's up, champ? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm uh, I'm happy we're doing the show. We're getting it in the day before the election, and and dude, talk about just. Sick feeling in my stomach from all the garbage that's been going on. I mean, it's so much development. Even in, what did we did the show a week and a half ago? I mean, it's like in in between each of these last three or four episodes, so much has gone down, man. A lot. I mean, a, a lot. I mean, the FBI is good, but are they good enough to go through 650,000 <laughs> emails in eight days? Fuck no. Yeah. That was right? a little crazy, man. I mean, this, like spent, I said, what was the what was the math? If you spend one minute on each yeah. one of six hundred fifty thousand, it'd take you four hundred and fifty one days to get through it. I saw that. I saw that breakdown. Yeah. No, it's it's pure insanity. Everything that's happening is pure insanity, and and getting um, emails from guys who were, I'm just going to say, were uh, in the intelligence community, CIA. Um, where things are confirmed about the pedophilia that's going on with these these lunatic globalist elitists. These uh, parties on the, the Jeffrey Epstein about. plane, Lolita yeah, Express. Yeah, you and I talked about this stuff. Episode Even, one. Yeah, dude, it's sickening, and I've got young children, you've got children it's that's not even withstanding the whole you know whoma classified stuff winds up on wiener's laptop you know inside baseball going on with donna brazil seeing in correspondent feeding hillary information prior to prior to the debate the doj leaning on the fbi to shut down clinton foundation invest uh, investigations i mean it's just like yeah now who's who's leaning on the nypd to not do their press conference that they said they were going to do well, yeah, and I mean, you're alluding to what I saw in the last couple days, you know, whatever, this guy who was, what's his name, Eric, uh, somebody who had an interview with Breitbart News. Dude, dude, Eric Prince, he's Eric a former Prince. Navy SEAL and owner, of, he was owner of Blackwater. Okay, so I mean, yeah, there's, I've already seen people like, eh, you know, just because of that, you know, whatever, but his claim is, you know, NYPD, if the FBI, which clearly they're not, is not going to make a move on this you know, a litany of information as it relates to not just this classified stuff, but this pedophile child trafficking ring, which is going down. And these guys going to these sex parties with kids. I mean, it sounds crazy, but this goes back to, like I said, what we talked about in the first episode. This goes back to the Franklin report. The guy who did that wound up dying suspiciously about governors, lawyers, doctors, you know, congressmen, all a part of this. Not all of them, but, you know, these type of individuals are a part of... uh the syndicate of traffic of children. Dude, the emails, I'm combing through the emails, and one of the people in the um, Clinton campaign talking about, uh, and Podesta and all these other people, there's a pool party and said, dude, we're, we're bringing the kids. Yeah, one's um, seven, one's ten, one's five. One's seven, yeah. yeah. It's like, and the, the, 
the heater's been on in the pool, so they're definitely going to be in the water. And yeah, um, you know, there's you know all the the code for that for was trippy. You oh, sent dude, me what, that. That was interesting. The emails for what they're ordering. Like, yes. Uh, hot dog is a young boy, pizza, uh, all these other code words for. Well, for and then what to see the order. one you sent me yeah. uh, uh, from, I forget who it was, saying how Obama spent $68,000 on pizza and hot dogs shipped from Chicago for right. a private party at the White House. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I don't know, man. And that's what I'm seeing too. A lot of these things are these individuals, even in the Hillary, they're they're coded. They're using codes for names, not just for the pizza thing, but for individuals. Everyone has a code name. It's every you know, it's very cloak and dagger. But again, man, it's on its face. Like, what is going on right now? Like, how how did the FBI come out and say nothing's going on? Like, we're just hearing from everywhere, plain and simple, basic basic baseball classified shits on Huma's. Uh, man's laptop and even clinton was sending stuff to her housekeeper and stuff like that so like right there alone don't we have a case of like misappropriation of classified information let alone the perjury the perjurous testimony to fbi you know isn't that a lock right there it's 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 a truckload dude and comey um you've already illustrated how comey is intertwined with the clinton crime family um his brother being part of that group and it's it's uh they've definitely he's you know, we should have known. We were excited when they announced that they were reopening the investigation, dude. We should have known. We shouldn't even got our hopes up. No, you're absolutely right. And I was like, man, what? That was almost just as bizarre a world as them getting away with everything. I'm like, what? The FBI is going to like investigate? You know, the machine that is. You know, the, you know. Of course, Hillary's such a huge part of it. But yeah, we had those hopes dashed really quickly yesterday. And we have these psycho liberals. I've got. Liberal friends, dude, that are on my Facebook conversation, still arguing on behalf of Clinton, and it's just disgusting, dude. Well, it's yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. These people are not ignorant people. Yeah, that's the thing. They're just completely blindfolded. Well, and I, this is the weird thing. I don't I don't know what it is. We've talked about people setting up normalcy biases in their brain, but it's just like either they're not really internal. I, when you have a when you have an axe to grind, like you you really set up that cognitive dissonance. I could set up anything to shut you down, but because you're so blindly devoted to your person, you're just gonna be like you're not gonna listen to it. So it's like I'm just confounded by it, it, people do think it's a binary choice. If I'm snapping on Hillary Clinton, it does not mean I like Donald Trump. And if anybody supports him, that's fine. I have agreement agreements with him on certain things, and obviously disagreements on certain things. But Hillary is a criminal and a sociopath. Absolutely. And she's fucking children. Like, you know, I'm sorry to use such like coarse language, but it's like it's absolutely disgusting. And for anybody to have any level of patience for that, because another guy spoke completely disgustingly about women, etc. You know, come on, man, we're talking serious apples and elephants here. We're not even yeah. talking like the same. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know, and with the WikiLeaks. These people, you know, the interesting part, how they've gotten tied into our intelligence community and our intelligence community, obviously there's a lot of uh, patriots still in there, buddy, because they are they are assisting WikiLeaks and feeding them a lot of this stuff also for WikiLeaks to release, which makes it even more legit. Um, you know, when you go through the, the list of 100 top – WikiLeaks emails, the lies and everything else that's been proven, um, and the criminal activity, dude, it's, you know, uh, 
Obama lied and knew about Hillary's secrets. This is just yeah. a few of them. You know, he was using a pseudonym when he was emailing her. Um, to it's Hillary I mean, Clinton. All of that's just scratching the surface and yeah, then getting and to the deeper. So many different things with these emails that Hillary wants open borders. Um, she re- received massive amounts of money from nations that were that we know and knew were funding ISIS. Um, you know, it's it's paying people to incite violence at Trump rallies. Yes, that's another one. That's another one in black and white. Like what? Yeah, they want unaware and compliant citizens in other emails. Um, the their aides mock Catholics for their faith. Uh, you know, and still there's you know how many millions of Catholics are just she's a woman. I'm going to vote for her. That's what I'm. I don't. It's, it freaks me out, Pat. It really does because I'm just like so, deleting incriminating emails. State covered it up. Um, well, yeah, even the DOJ, White they House have the DOJ to hide from Congress. They have the uh, Department of Justice clearly, you know, hanging out with the former president who happens to be, you know, the uh, husband of the woman who's about to be not indi- or indicted or not indicted. And they're talking about indicting. I mean, uh, Hillary Clinton, obviously, Wiener and Huma Abedin, Loretta Lynch, the President of the United States, Obama. So have we seen Huma? Have we? They were. I was. No. She, she jumped off the trail, and they said she was working from the headquarters in New York. But then reading that stuff you said from Eric Prince, her and uh, Wiener are in New York setting up immunity deals with the NYPD. Have we seen her? Not at all. Not at all. She's in hiding, dude. And so is Wiener. Un- so is under, not- with the uh, no. NYPD, you think? I very possibly they're probably staying there for protection. Set me up, set me up in a in a gray bar hotel so I don't die. Yeah. Imagine how scared they're going to be if Clinton becomes president. Well, I mean, if no, if there's nothing to any of this, why is her right hand girl all of a sudden just missing? You know, if there was, right. yeah, yeah, and and why are so many asking for immunity deals? Not well, just that. It's something else, you know, when we talk about the release of all these these emails, you know, it's the Russians, it's it's WikiLeaks. From what I mean, again, you know, it's the interweb, and of course, we love starting and stirring shit here on the old conspiracy farm. So, a report I saw yesterday, an FBI agent who is believed to be responsible for some of the leaks was found dead in an apparent murder suicide. Him and his wife, I think, right. yesterday. Uh, yeah. Oddly is oddly enough, his name is Michael Brown, FBI agent Michael Brown. Uh, 45 shot and killed his 33-year-old wife, Susan Brown, late Friday night before setting the couple's home on fire and turning the gun on himself. 12-year veteran of the uh, Washington M- uh, Metropolitan Police Department before spending the last six years in the FBI. Crazy. That's You know that's bullshit. Well, you, know that's a, uh, you know he didn't do that. No, of course not. Come on, man. How many? I mean, su- man. Again, I've been, you know, barking up this tree for a while, and even going back to the Kennedy assassination, man. How many? How many people are really? How many people are killing themselves like that? That many numbers? Come on. Right. Oh, then we move on to spirit cooking, buddy. Let's talk a little spirit cooking. You want to? You want to host a yeah, spirit okay. cooking? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you remembered that name. So break it down, ladies and gentlemen. Get your barf bag next to you so you can understand how deep and diabolical these sick fucks are. What is spirit cooking, Pat? Spirit cooking. It's dude. It's this occultish, freaky group of people that walk around with dead goat heads and smear menstrual blood on the walls. Right with that, um, they bake. Cook a cake with menstrual blood and semen and all kinds of other nasty mm-hmm. stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Soup's um, on, everyone. Child, Soup's on. Child mock, they say mock sacrifices, all kinds of sick stuff. We know better than um, that. 
dude. Uh, so the, you know, in the emails, um, to Podesta, Podesta, dude, he's her campaign manager and he's an occult satanic freak that goes to these things. Yeah, I'm yeah. so looking that quotes in the email. I'm so looking forward to the spirit cooking dinner at my place. Do you think you'll be able to, uh, let me know if your brother is joining also? Are you in New York City Thursday, July 9th? Marina wants you to come to dinner, Mary. Uh, dear John, I'm sorry, but I would not be able to make it since I'm in Australia for two big projects. Be back on July 6th. I would like to take this opportunity to invite you to dinner on July 9th at my place together with Tony, whom I already invited. Um, these people do, they talk about dinner dates with this spirit cooking. Like it's, you know, let's go down to the friggin', let's go down to Duck City Bistro and yeah. have lunch. Yeah. Some I mean, sick, sick bastards, dude. Well, and this is all, again, man, part of kind of a, again, it's been around forever, man, Luciferian cults that engage in any type of, like, spirit rituals and, and child, I don't, fuck, fuck mock, child sacrifice is a part of this. I mean, and, it, and unfortunately, it's just, I don't know, the nature of the beast and these guys. And this also, man, Jeffrey Epstein, the, these emails link these guys to the parties that, that Jeffrey Epstein throws on his plane and on these private islands, the Lolita Express. Where they go and supply these islands and these parties with with children. I mean, it's it's twisted, but it's this is what's happening, man. This and hopefully, man, if if everything is right in the universe, more of this is going to be coming out officially. Everybody who's in the realm like me and you and the cons quote unquote conspiracy world, tin hat cats, we've known about this for quite a while. But the whole unfathomable thing was the fact that it might come out mainstream because this is ubiquitous, ladies and gentlemen. This is everywhere. Politicians, chief of polices, city hall, mayors, doctors, lawyers, universities. Look at that. Uh, 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 what was his name? Um, it's Penn State. What was that guy's name? Sandusky. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was organizing that shit for boosters, not just for Penn State, man, all over. I mean, this, this, was, this is a big deal, man. This is a very big deal. Dude, the, the same evil elitists that were in the Catholic Church doing this stuff for years. Yeah, right? who, and then a Paterno dies within, like, weeks of this breaking. Yeah, I know he had cancer, but, I mean, come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> I mean, seriously. So let's go through um, getting off the freaky spirit cooking, and mm -hmm. which is, it's... But look that up, everyone, please. talking about this evilness and, yeah. and all this other stuff, but there's look so much corruption. Um, you know, the King of Morocco gave Clinton... The Clinton Foundation, $12 million for a meeting with Hillary. Six months later, Morocco gets weapons. What is it, 1,400% more weapons flow into Morocco um, after this donation? You know, that talk about pay for play. How can the Clinton Foundation, which is still under investigation by yes. the FBI, that's, they, dude, if they don't find crime in this organization, meanwhile, the CEO is still in hiding. He hasn't tweeted still since October 12th. I've been following his Twitter feed just to check. The dude supposedly asked for um, um, the asylum in, in Russia. You're talking and, about the head of we, uh, head of uh, the Clinton Foundation? Yes. Okay. The yeah, CEO. I remember you saying something about that. They still haven't yeah. found him or he hasn't resurfaced? He hasn't tweeted. Nothing, no, he, was, he was hot on his Twitter feed uh, pumping up the election, pumping up all kinds of different stuff. And then, boom, disappeared. October 12th, done, done. He knew he knew this FBI investigation was coming. He knew heavy shit was hitting the fan. And, dude, he disappeared. I'm telling you right now. Wow. And if you go on his Twitter feed, dude. So I remember Google I saw that. His last one was, you know, whatever that date you said, there's been nothing since then. Which October is weird. 12th. Yeah. And the, uh, the amount of people 
who have been replying to his last few tweets saying, dude, where are you? You're in hiding. You know you're in deep trouble. All kinds of stuff. So there's a lot of people out there that know um, what's up with this guy, right? You so would it's, think, it's, clearly. It's, somebody it's, like that doesn't go off the grid for, I mean, for you know, somebody off Twitter for two weeks. I mean, unless he's just an, an you know, irregular user of Twitter, you can check his traffic. But I can imagine. So this is, this is dude, this is from October 25th, right? Right. Uh, the, the headline is, this is off of uh, CDN, where they say, where in the world is Clinton uh, Foundation CEO Eric Braberman? Asylum, hiding, or dead? So nobody knows, but you can go to his his um, Facebook, just punch in um, Eric Braberman. Braberman is B-R-A-B-E-R-M-A-N, and Twitter, Google that, then go to his, his uh, Twitter page. And, and hit him up. Say hello. Oh, so where up? are what's you, up, sir? Eric? How you doing, buddy? You want to come, you, up, come on can, the show? Can you, can you open the coffin lid and send him some? Send us a message. Right. Wow, they'll probably find him afterwards, or you know, find his body, or you know, he'll probably resurface in some fashion after. But I don't know the investigation. Oh wow, Janet Reno just found out Janet Reno died. Um, yeah, he, he'll probably resurface after the investigation of uh, whatever the Clinton Foundation well, concludes. Well, will he? Will he resurface? I don't. Well, know. I don't know. If, if Hillary's the president, maybe. Resurface right. dead or alive, you know. What I mean, we found the floating corpse of Eric Braver, you know, or who yeah, knows. If, if, but if Trump gets elected, dude, you talk about turning on the light and watching the cockroaches just scamper. Oh man, That's watch what happens if for Trump sure. wins. And I'm getting a little more optimistic about Trump winning. I really am. I know you've said over and over, no way they're not going to let him win. I think the flood of people that are voting for Trump is is going to be overwhelming. I really do. And the only I think, re- I, and I agree. I think that's the case. and I think there's going to be a l- lack of show up for for Hillary. So I think that deficit's going to be so so big. It's, they're going to be they could steal it in a fifty forty nine type scenario, which they're trying to present it as. But as we've talked about, look at those crowds, man. Fox or even CNN, they can't even do wide shots at her crowds because it's like they got everyone pushed to the front. Where you see Trump's things, you know, again, I'm not on the dude's dick, but he's got, you know, blocks and blocks of people waiting to get into his rally, which winds up adding up to thousands of people. Right. So, um, back to Braverman. Yes. <laughs> I'm on this. I, I, I want people to pay attention to this stuff, right? Well, yeah. I mean, how many people are going to disappear and die? I mean, it's just like apparently it doesn't matter to the American electorate, but, you know, Jesus. For the love of God, when, what's the where's the line, everyone? When do we start realizing like there's some there's some grimy shit going on? Yeah, so um, yeah, still October the twelfth, same tweet. Um, it was a where do the where do Clinton and Trump have the most upside? Um, he tried showing a map that was a good chunk of it blue um, for her, obviously. Um, and yeah, it's, Comey didn't come out with his statement that the F, but the Clinton Foundation was under investigation and had been for the last year until like a week or so after that. So maybe he preempted that that yeah. you know, disclosure with like I'm out of here. <laughs> so I'm going through and reading. People are, are are sending him tweets. Why are you seeking asylum at a Russian consulate? Um, Steven Seagal was just granted Russian citizenship. Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, he's already out of here. He's a trip, dude. Uh, then another one. Moving to Russia? I hope it's because you did something honorable like testifying against Hillary. 
<laughs> well, speaking of Russia, man, there's you sent me something the other day. Like rumors abound, they're mobilizing. You know, their fleet, they already have stuff off in Syria, but out in the Mediterranean, they got stuff going down. You said something about a fighter got shot down. Um, well, that's that, that's the thing. My Look, call me a tinfoil hat wearer, but how many things that we've said over the past year that have come true? Well, no, no, this is this right. was this was on the heels of rumors of, and I've heard this for a while, and this was actually in the movie, uh, the latest Red Dawn, is this art imitating life or vice versa? An EMP attack is what is supposed to be precipitated or to precipitate some type of ground invasion. But um, in light of this, a general, the most highest ranked general, senior officer ever has killed himself, and he did this in July, July 31st, but the ruling of his death was just made a week or two ago. And this is right. Major General John Rossi, and this was about two days was before he was about to take command of the Army Space and Missile Command, um, which, you know, pretty powerful position as it relates to uh, our nuclear arsenal, space, you know. He was taken over. He was the, he was one of the other guys with his finger on the button, right? And, yes. Um chances are he did not get along well with, with President Obama, especially um, if you're the president and you need to facilitate some sort of something, you need a false flag, I guess you're going to need a guy like that to get along with you, right? Well, and uh, this coincides with the, not all of them have been killed, but a serious purging going on of your top brass in the military who apparently, like you said, aren't exactly on board with not just Obama, because obviously he's going to be gone, but with this next phase of 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 global you know incitement if you will yeah and well and you know if i'm devil's advocate i'm going to say look every president purges military that he doesn't get along with but this is on a unprecedented scale hundreds yeah. and hundreds of generals and admirals have been removed um because they did not agree with these these uh, globalists coming into power man and and look there's been globalists not as aggressive, not as obvious. Um, it was gra more gradual steps back then with um, Bush one and two, with with Bill Clinton. Um, you know, th those were more gradual steps towards the you know new world order and all the, all the other stuff. Now it's just blatant in your face. We're moving fast. Uh, we want it to happen now. The time is now to strike, type thing. And uh, you know, so that's that's the thing. But yeah, the, he a, a general like that is not. He's got his shit together. Right. That, that's not a guy that just goes and kills himself. Yeah, he's been vetted psychologically. I mean, I know a lot of these guys on more lower level have issues with suicide. I t totally understand that and totally sympathize with that. But like you said, these guys are these guys are badasses. These are you know career military people. Um, speaking to what you just mentioned ago, man. But I, I think a lot of this election is, and I think this is coming out in the polls. People are hip to this shit, man. People are, even though they may not get globalism versus nationalism so much. They're just like in 2008, man, or even, you know, the Tea Party, the, the organic movement of it. People are sick of the establishment, the establishment running shit and ruining shit. This is the same thing that happened with Brexit. This is going to be a very similar type of referendum. Do you want more federal global control, which is taking us down a path that we've already seen? Or yeah. somebody who's willing to rein that in, or at least he's saying he's willing to rein that in. And with everything that's gone down... I think anybody could say that. Anybody could say what Trump is saying, and it's going to resonate because people are so tired of this, what we've seen over the last however many decades. Yeah, and to help people understand, you know, the globalism thing. And, um, you know, when I was introducing Rand Paul at St. Ambrose College, I was doing a speech. And, you know, I went through just, just basic 
basic policies that, that he has and a mindset that he has that I agree with and understand, I simplified it for the crowd. I mean, Rand Paul, the only drawback to him is that he's such an intelligent guy that I don't know if he's able to dumb things down for the general public when he explains them. That's what I was there for, right? Um, so, and, and I'm not knocking myself, but, but let's be honest, I'm not Dr. Dr. Rand Paul. Okay? Right. But um, so when I explained the Federal Reserve and his desire to, to audit it, you know, auditing the Federal Reserve, which is an entity that is controlled not just by Americans. There's a lot of foreigners that control American mon- the monetary system. And I, I said to the crowd, you know, do you even understand that we cannot have foreigners controlling our monetary system because those who control our money control our policies and our politicians? And, and you better wake up pretty quick because auditing the Federal Reserve would then educate the rest of America, which have no they have blinders on, don't understand it, that foreign powers, foreign people, uh, bureaucrats in Brussels and, and Switzerland and Germany and other places are controlling our monetary system. And that's why you see our politicians pushing Hillary Clinton being sold out to these people. Uh, saying, I want completely open borders in the Western Hemisphere. Dude, that is a collapse of all all Western nation sovereignty. That's what they want. They want to destroy all sovereignty and will to fight, will of unity, the, the unity of the people, to be able to fight back. And that's just one of the many prongs, but, the, but that's the main linchpin. If you can get rid of the Federal Reserve, get rid of federal charters for banks, and go with just state charters and remove the globalists from controlling our monetary system, they no longer have any power over our politicians, right? Absolutely. And that's always, you know, if you read the book Diary of an Economic Hitman, I mean, that's how you are, even as an individual or enslaved or even as a country, is through debt. And that's exactly what essentially the EU has done to a lot of these smaller countries that don't exactly produce on the same level as them. They just enslave them with all these different regulations and mandates that they just can't necessarily keep up with. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, I just got, uh, you know, Joe Biggs, who was on our show, right? Joe Big, yep. Got to love that guy. Former Special Forces, uh, now works for uh, for our boy um, over at uh, um, InfoWorld. Oh, right? InfoWorld. Uh, Alex Info Wars, Jones. I mean, yeah, yeah. Alex Jones, yeah. So He's always entertaining. Uh, suddenly gets a, uh, gets a uh, he posts on Facebook, Hillary Clinton cancels her fireworks celebration over the Hudson River. Hmm. Not sounding so confident now, is she? I mm. love that. That yeah. gives me a little bit. That gives me a, a, a shot in the arm. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's funny. So let's let's no let's go through and talk about if on this election, if Trump wins, what happens when Trump wins? What are the what are the steps if he follows through with his words? Um, what's the first thing he does? Executive orders. Well, I mean, apparently, out of, from his mouth, he's going to repeal Obamacare. Obamacare number one, right? I think he's going to. If he follows through with actions, um, going to go after the Federal Reserve. And, and when he's when he says and he's mentioned several times he's going to kick the basically kick the shit out of ISIS. He knows what ISIS is, so I'll be anxious to see how he implements that. Will he just go after the tentacle of the beast, or will he start getting to these countries, U.S. included, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Israel, Pakistan, who are putting these forces into action? I'll be anxious right. to see how that plays out. Yeah, put the hammer down, pull pull funds and arms from from Saudi Arabia and all exactly. these Exactly. Talk about turning things upside down. But does he set up a meeting with Putin right away? Well, and I was just going to say, I'd be anxious. To, you'll see quickly if he does do that, how that tide turns. If he pulls back, you know, basically us arming that, and it is just, you know, the Saudis and those Arab countries, you know, pissing in the wind and doing this. 
it's going to make it easier for Putin to do what he's already doing. Uh, but yeah, it'll be. I mean, like, I don't, according to this chess game, as far as I'm concerned, Putin will be a good ally. Is Putin an angel? I'm sure. No, he's a motherfucker. But at, at this point in time, he's seeing his country, and over the last several years, through. Uh, you know, going back to the Warsaw Pact, you know, and NATO, his, his country being encircled. And it's just, you're seeing it more and more, and he's way hip to what's going on. And, you know, starting with Crimea and all that, he's he's put the brakes on that, man. Absolutely. As well he should, as well we would. As any If any country did to us what other, we do to other countries setting up shop, we'd be, we wouldn't be happy. We saw Chinese yeah, Russia, tanks and if, shit if, driving down the street. If Russia, if Russia or China were suddenly allies with Mexico and suddenly Russian troops were massing on our border. On our We'd border. have a problem with it. <laughs> this would be a serious issue. Um, yeah, we'd be, we'd be getting after it already, probably. So, um, but, but no, yeah, I mean, there's NATO more to troops, come. I mean, U.S. troops, um, NATO troops are massing around along the Russian border. Um, Russia is moving its troops into position. You know, is it, is that uh, false flag going to be a, a Russian or American fighter jet getting shot down over Syria. I think that's the most likely scenario um, that that happens with that. But let's get back to. I don't want to get off track too much no, yeah. with you know with with America trying to use this ex- extremist group ISIS to to take Assad out. Do people people don't realize that Assad allowed Christians and and um, all types of different religions to to live within his his nation. He wasn't attacking anyone. And, you know, I mean, there were large populations of Christians inside of Syria who were not harassed and being killed. Okay, so um, when when this fictitious um, chemical attack by Assad takes place, when when U.N. inspectors are five miles away from the attack, you know, it's bullshit. Right. Who in their right mind does that? Right. So the fact that. There's this big battle in Mosul going on with from what reports that I'm getting from guys in the military that there is a purposeful backdoor exit being given to ISIS, which is ironically um, just happens to be the direction of, of Syria. Well, I'm so reading they, now they just found a mass grave of 100 decapitated bodies uh, in Mosul. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's obvious what's going on that uh, – and, you know, my, my seventh grade daughter had to pick a subject. They were given certain subjects to write about um, of current geopolitical stuff that's going on. And she picked ISIS and came home to me and said, hey, Dad, can you, can you help me write this article? <laughs> now, the funny thing is, is you know, um, I, I don't brag about it. I'm lucky to have connections with people who know what's really going on with these people. Um, we had on. Uh, my good friend Josh Howitt, who knows how this stuff works because he lived in it in yep. South South Africa when, when um, Russia and China were arming extremist groups to come after them. So, but um, And I know her teacher because he started his, his first year was when I was in eighth grade at Bettendorf Middle School. And that's oh, wow. when it's his first year on teaching. So I've known him that long, right? Right. And uh, so I go, yeah, I'll help you write it. And he gave them, um, you know, go to CNN for your for your information and i saw him before before she was done with the paper i saw him and i go i go look dude i go don't tell my kid to go to cnn the clinton news network for information on isis dude i go give me a break and he goes well where do you go for your information i said well um u.s intelligence officers right right that i go 
you know, at least send them, give them options like Breitbart and some of these others. He goes, Breitbart? He goes, what's Breitbart? And I, I, so I wrote it down oh, for him. Wow. I go, dude. So he went and checked it out, and I saw him again, and he goes, wow, dude. Okay. So um, we write a, a factual paper on ISIS, their creation, how they came about, um, everything else. Yeah, she got an A+. Plus. Did she? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now so we opened the, his eyes a little bit. Now she's we on the list. But so, um, yeah, the, the meeting between Trump and, and Putin would take place. Um, sure. I think that ISIS gets smoked at that point, gets done away with. Assad survives. Syria gets rebuilt, uh, most likely, right? Because if, if Trump's being true to his words, he's an anti-globalist like Putin. Suddenly we are allies with Russia again against these globalist freaks, Right. Right. Well then, now, and, and, and then it just—it's all fun and games. It's all chess game. Everybody's flipping sides, and I think once they shut that down, and then I think, <clears throat> excuse me, transfers to that conversation we had with Josh last week, man, the big bullseye, which is Africa, us, Russia, and China. It's already happening, and the South China Sea, et cetera. But I think if if, if ISIS is shut down, you know, it'll just move to your Boko Haram's or any of those groups that Josh was talking about last week when it was, you know. Very similar scenario of, of, like you said, funding militants for a, a larger political end. Right, and the U.S. president can't necessarily stop the arming of these groups because the people that are doing it are the globalists right. through NATO and other organizations that are that are global organizations. So um, at that point, does Trump really pull a fast one and just pull us out of NATO? Well, I mean, if we start getting hit with, you know, I don't know, man, there's this benevolent cause of NATO and the UN, uh, this supposed benevolent cause is, is, that's the mass for this, like, wicked agenda. If we could start getting hit to what these guys are really doing, it would be easiest for us to, easier for us to pull out of NATO once we see what the hell they're doing. If we keep falling for the fact, like, no, it's, you know, to stem the tide of war and another Hitler, et cetera, it's like, dude, come on, we're fucking starting wars every goddamn where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens if uh, what happens if Hillary's elected? What are the steps she takes then to to go the other direction? What can she do, dude? If the Congress does anything, there's I mean, this these investigations won't go away. And if the NYPD sticks to their word and comes out officially with all this stuff, she's going to be immobilized by either a special prosecutor, congressional uh, hearings, if not an indictment. I mean, right. how can she govern being under indictment and the possibility of going to jail? I mean, it's just. And these other people, they're going to, if Huma, if they're taking immunity deals right now, we're going to hear about it. And yeah, she's yeah. going to tell the tale. Yeah. Hold on one sec. Hey, uh, cut cut it right there. I got to cool. run it. I got to run out. I got to let my dogs out there whining. Go for it. I got time. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. So, no, no worries. Pick up with let's pick up with Hillary. Go for it. So, you don't think then Hillary, if she's if she's elected, that she's going to be able to have any Supreme Court justices appointed? She's not going to be able to move anything with uh, single payer health care, getting rid of Obamacare, and going to single payer which crushes the American people even more. None of these things are going to be possible, you think, huh? I, I mean, I don't see it. I mean, literally, she, you know, <laughs> ow. 
it's you know she's just going to be completely bogged down like i said with litigation at congress i can't imagine them um putting forth any of her legislation you know voting for any of her stuff while she's under investigation slash indictment if they do it'll be it'll be slow moving it'll be a very slow moving four years for her if she gets anything done dude what do the american patriots do if she's in well and that's the other thing i just i i kind of been sleeping on i guess but i saw over the last few days both sides of course again it's the interweb everyone talks shit you know vowing violence on the on either side if trump wins i'm fucking snapping if hillary wins i'm snapping people well, are, I think, people are preparing I think, for uh i don't i don't think that you know again we go back to you know, American working people have a lot to lose. They're the ones that are against Clinton, a lot of them, right? The vast majority of, of um, well, all constitution-loving Americans are completely against her, but they have one eye and half a brain and realize that at, currently we have a lot, to, a lot to lose. I mean, I've got three children, um, a good job, things like that. Why would I go out and, and participate in a riot and light a building on fire, right? It's, it, that's not going to happen, okay? I'm not going to pick up a gun and go go shoot a bunch of Hillary supporters. It's right. just it's not going to happen. Where on the other hand, Soros and his his cronies are paying people to go and incite violence, um, bussing people into places like Ferguson and Baltimore and, yeah. and North Carolina and destroy shit. Um, that's what I see happening. If if Trump wins, suddenly there's massive riots. Now, in my mind, if I'm President Trump. I say looters are to be shot on sight, and that's how you shut that down. And you just flat out say it. Look, if you're going to go out and destroy stuff, um, attack people, um, you're going to get shot. We see you strike a match next to a building, you're taking a bullet through the head. That's the way it's going to be. And that's how you that's how you quell this stuff. And to be honest with you, if I'm President Trump, I put out a warrant for Soros' arrest. I go after him. Is he living in the U.S.? I, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I don't even care. I'll send special forces to go get his ass. Right. Because that guy is truly an enemy of the nation, right? Without a doubt. So, you know, give me your thoughts on that. No, absolutely. I, I, I think, you know, like I said, I think people talk a little bit more shit, you know, than they actually act out. You know, everyone's the, the, the keyboard warrior. But, um, I mean, anything that goes down uh, after on both sides, yeah, dude. I mean, I... In in order, like you said, to squash it, you you gotta you gotta you gotta nip it in the bud, man. You gotta nip it in the bud because something like something like a social unrest with as, with as incendiary as everything in right, is right now, such a powder keg, it could absolutely spiral out of control. I mean, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'm necessarily down with the shoot on site, but I mean, it, it depends on how bad it gets, bro. It depends on how bad it gets. Well, I think that's the only way you control it, dude. You don't let them burn and jump on cop cars. No, absolutely, absolutely, and, absolutely not. You know, shoot cops, ambush cops, you know, all the stuff that's been going on. Shit, two Des Moines police officers were just killed. Bro, so I just watched this movie. It's it's kind of it's kind of sucked, but it was just interesting. It's called The Purge. It's the second one. It's called The Purge Election Year. So it's like a few days before election year, but every year they do this thing called The Purge where, like, everything's fucking legal. Like, you could kill people. Like, everything right. is legal. Have you heard about I, that? I know I know of the movie. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really not worth watching. But just that concept, I'm just like, man, if we ever – I wonder if there ever would come to a point where somebody would be like, no, dude, that's, that's – uh, 
I, I mean, George Carlin called that like passive eugenics. Like, now there's a certain group of people that just need to go. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> saying I agree with that. I'm just saying, but that is kind of a passive. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I brought I, that up. But. No, it's I, I. That's that's what these people are practicing, basically, right? They're purging. They're purging. When these mobs get together, that's what they're doing. Well, I tell you what, if anyone comes around freaking, you know, I'm not giving my address, but, you know, I got something for you. I don't advise it. <laughs> I don't advise it. Right. But, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we can't, we've talked about it. I think it does need to get worse before it gets better because there just needs to be a huge paradigm shift in some way, shape, or form because it's just strange and bizarre world that Hillary Clinton is is a presidential candidate. You know, like he, Trump talks about, not to lament the dude, but there's just, he listed a couple of people who've done significantly worse looking at jail time, serious jail time, and she's done significantly worse and is running for president and could potentially be president. It's just like, what world do we live in in that world of, like, complete non-accountability? How do you and I tell our daughters, like, no, follow the fucking rules, man, like, work hard. Obviously, work hard, you know, the, the good guy always wins, et cetera. Not necessarily that, but how do we tell them the virtues of law and order when they see right in front of them it not playing out? Well, from at the, the top, highest at the highest level. Yeah, at the highest level, and we see that 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 sewage seeping down through society, right? Drain the swamp. I remember, I remember how many years ago it was. Um, Obama had been in a year or two, and a cop is on, and this is a police officer, and I train cops, so it's it's not like this normally with these guys, but it scared me to death, where a guy was being harassed or arrested or whatever for doing nothing basically. And the guy that's being arrested is taping this and he goes, dude, you can't do this. This is illegal. And he goes, look, the president's breaking the laws blatantly. He goes, so, and so am I. I just thought you've got to be kidding me. That's about where it's at. Right. I so mean, it's, the, I mean, these, not to say Trump's going to be the silver bullet, but I mean, if he does, we need a shakeup, dude. I think, yeah, I, I, I can get all, I can get all 2012, you know, like, every, like they said the Mayans back in the day said the 2012 is going to be the end, but it actually was just the end of a celestial age. We now moved into the age of Aquarius, which I think has is been and is will be a big spiritual shift, a big paradigm shift where people are starting to see the world in a different way. People are just waking up for whatever that means and for all of his fucking warts or whatever. Trump is emblematic of that and symbol symbolic of that. Because everyone's waking up from this malaise of seeing this spell that literally the establishment has had everybody under. The false wars, just people getting away with shit at the highest level. People are over it, man. They're done with it. They are being educated, right? Enlightened, hopefully. Hopefully we're entering into another little bit of a late age of enlightenment, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Where else? Where else is this chaos taking us, dude? Where else? What? With, with, the mindset of the Hillary voters. Okay, look, I get it. Trump's a moron for the things he said 10, 11 years ago. Um, all this other stuff. Um, you know, you got a lot of do-gooders who say, you know, you should never talk like this. You and I have both grown up in locker rooms, athletics, all right. that sort of stuff. Guys talking like garbage. Right. Um, it happens. It does happen. Absolutely. Uh, you know, um, like we talked about, you know, Winston Churchill was a known drunk and everything else, but that didn't stop him from doing the right thing, right? Right. Well, in this level of pretension, like acting like it doesn't, you know what I mean? He's well, I mean, yes, he's running for president. He should be held to a higher standard. I get it, but that's kind of the, the the spell we fall under. They're just people, man. They're just people. 
So, I mean, right. yes, they should still, you know, have their shit together, but it's just like this notion that Hillary Clinton doesn't have, like, a foul freaking mouth. Whatever. I, I get it. But people yeah, just now, can't wait to get butthurt. This is part of that can't wait to get butthurt generation now as that, well. Now compare that to, to Hillary's camp emailing, um, you know, they were excited for a black teen's murder to help her agenda. The quote in their emails, this is great. Davis was killed by a white man. That's or the, the freaking kind of listing That's of the, the kind of people we're dealing with. Listing of the children's age, three, seven, and ten. The pool's warm. Can't wait. I mean, it's just like, whoa. There's no comparison. This is there's the most no fucking evil. comparison, man. Right. This is the most evil group of human beings, dude. And we've known this has been going on. Look, go back, dude. We've never read this on air, and I want to read it. Go for it. What you got? People are going to freak out on me. They're going to go, dude, you are off your rocker. But let me find it. What am I going to read, Jeff? Do you know what I'm going to read? I don't. Yes, you do. The the, the letter? Yeah. The, the three wars from, uh, it was from, uh, what was it, Albert Pike to? Mazzini. Mazzini. Mm-hmm. Listing the three wars that took place, the so World One and Two kind of went according to what has gone down, and the third one is still playing out, a kind of according to uh, to what that says. So people can people can doubt this, but this letter was discovered um, long before World War Two, not long after World War One. So Albert Pike, Confederate general, uh, many claim that he was. The mastermind behind Lincoln's assassination after he uh, after Lincoln was assassinated, Lincoln's Lincoln's replacement um, gave him a full pardon. Um, a lot of crazy stuff. The South was tied to the to the global banks, to the central banks for their for their funding for the war. Um, Lincoln uh, had a little bit of that, but also sold war bonds to the North uh, citizens of the North to to fund their side of the war. He hated the central bankers. And, uh, but, uh, so anyway, I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read this and, and, uh, bear with me here. There's basically three paragraphs. The last one being for the third world war and how it would happen, um, is the longest, but remember that this was written in 1871. Mm-hmm. So it says the first world war will be brought it, brought about in order to permit the Illuminati to overthrow the power of the czars in Russia and of making that country a fortress of atheistic communism. The divergence is caused by the agenture, the agents, of the Illuminati between the British and Germanic empires will be used to foment this war. At the end of the war, communism will be built and used in order to destroy the other governments and in order to weaken the religions. Okay, so we know that happened, but this letter was discovered after that war, so people could could uh, discredit it easily. But this is long before World War II, and this is what it says about World War II. The Second World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. This war must be brought about so that Nazism, they already knew about Nazism, it was already in place, is destroyed, and that the political Zionism be strong enough to institute a sovereign state of Israel in Palestine. During the Second World War, international communism must become strong enough in order to balance Christendom, which would be then restrained and held back until the time when we would need it for the final social cataclysm. Then we move on to World War III, which is where your hair will stand up on the back of your neck. 
The Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the adventure of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and the political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere, the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization, and the multitude uh, disillusioned with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will from that moment, I'm trying to, I can't see very well on the bottom here, that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement, which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. Interesting. So that was a letter written in 1871. 1871, and we see it all happening before our eyes, dude. So is Donald Trump the 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 card that that they didn't foresee in all of this? Um, if he gets elected, or is he just a stepping stone they have to assassinate him or 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 do yeah. take other right? <laughs> Or the best wolf in sheep's clothing ever, you know, gets gets in and then does, you know, the complete opposite of what he said. But I just can't, I don't see it being that way. But I also don't, like I said, I, I just see history or uh, Hillary winning because, you know, dating back, to the, you know, this architecture, this system, the syndicate, whatever you want to call them, have been around for a very long time and have been planning things out in for a very long time. So if he does get in, I just, I don't see him being allowed, A, to get in and B, to, to be able to implement anything really because you know there's just too much invested in uh globalism at this point well i i, I agree with that but we're going to be able to spot those and we, we already know who they are for the most part the mccain's mcconnell's people like that who are controlled by the globalists on the sure. republican side um but how fast would then those people how how encouraged and how brave then do the american citizens become to get rid of those guys well, and that I mean, those are kind of seats along the Titanic. You can kind of move around. What I want to see is those things like he talks about ending those things like NAFTA, the TPP, you know, right. rebuilding the factories, bringing in our, you know, having our own steel factories open again, you know, start building again in the United States. Still, you can still trade. There's nothing wrong with still global trade. But like you said, we're just taking in the ass on so many trade deals. It's just it's ridiculous. We're we're shipping and exporting nothing and importing everything at a huge deficit to our, you know, to our own economy. Yeah, what? How many? Uh, how many factories have we lost? Uh, too uh, many, too many to count over the last total. You know, Trump's, you know, by Trump's count, which could be exaggerated, seventy thousand. Yeah, I mean, 70, I, I, I don't know the numbers, but I know it's just a, a byproduct of basically, you know, shipping your shipping your companies elsewhere to for you know cheaper labor. But you know, right. we all suffer in the end. You know, and, see. and Trump talks about making them pay a thirty five percent tariff tax on their on their stuff coming across back across the border. Um, being sold to us, I think it's as simple as just saying, "Here's the deal, guys. I'm I'm lowering your taxes, bring your company back, or this is or this is your other option." Which he's a smart enough business guy to do. I'm sure that that's probably what he's going to offer. 
Well, if we stop bleeding so much money out, we can obviously start afford to, you know, companies start can start afford to paying, you know, employees more. Um, but yeah, we got to stop. Like like you talked about, like the, in that that uh, NBC uh, MSNBC reporter CNBC is no longer there talking about how we're just being extracted by the trillions from all these different countries. From like Donald Trump talks about all these horrible trade deals, um, you know, currency manipulation. It's just it's got to end if we're gonna if this country's gonna in any way still be viable. Right, right. Otherwise, so, we will just become a vassal of your World Bank, your you know your World Trade Organization, etc. So now, for a long time, and before we before we get off here, um, I want you to talk about um, because you've stated before that you were not voting for Clinton, not voting for for Trump because you just um, you just couldn't do it. You couldn't go either way. And then I I would talk to you about you know voting for Hillary. Potentially, we end up well. Obviously, now we know a very a, a stagnant standstill lame duck president president from day one because yeah. of investigations and everything else with trump there is at least hope for for a real change in the system a shakeup in the change and and supreme court justices being nominated that are conservative in mindset um so have you have you changed your mindset on this stuff as as this podcast has progressed and as this uh this election has you know, honestly, on the on the presidential level, I mean, and I could just be wrong, and I mean, from to my understanding, in a you know, and we could go back to two thousand or whatever it was with the Al Gore thing. You know, the popular vote obviously doesn't necessarily dictate the presidency; it's more of the electoral college. And this is kind of what you know everyone's articulated with Hillary's kind of cooked the books with her super delegates and her inside baseball of the electoral college. I kind of vote, you know, and it kind of changes conservative or liberal a little bit on more municipal, local stuff. That's where I think it makes a little bit more difference, a lot more difference. Uh, for me, the presidential, I, the last time I voted, bro, was the first time I could vote, and that was for Ross Perot. And then I just I just stopped just because I, you know, I just didn't vote anymore. At least Disen- disenfranchised. Pre- I was Jeff a disenfranchised, at least presidential Wilson. voter. I still voted on local stuff. Right. That would be your that would be your ring name if you were a fighter, Jeff Disenfranchised <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Looking all somber over in your corner. Right, exactly. <laughs> Looking all disenfranchised, <laughs> shuffling yeah, so, to the ring. But uh, no, this has been a, a good podcast, man. Keep your fingers crossed. I'm gonna vote for Trump, and I, I, I just, I'm not gonna hide it. I'm certainly not gonna vote for a psychopath like oh, Clinton, God, no. the, the globalist. This is this election truly is the global elite versus the United States citizens. That really comes down to that. So. Um, you know, that's that's the way I see it. I know that that's the way it is, and, and I hope with people you. realize that before they pull the... And, well, and uh, also uh, get hip to these emails tickets. that are more than just, you know, whatever, office emails. These guys are hiding a lot of crazy shit with this Clinton Foundation, some child trafficking. If you want some background on it, look up uh, uh, documentaries like the Franklin Report. The gentleman who did yeah. that documentary investigated that died prematurely. Uh, he's a former FBI guy. I mean, there's a lot of information out about this uh, ring, if you will. This yeah. is what we're talking about, man. Not just uh, political corruption. We're talking about some evil, evil, sick shit. So please go check that out. Even yeah. after the election, get more informed on this uh, this cabal. Right. And uh, you know, in closing, I'm gonna. Thank our sponsors. Your uh, your other podcast. It's me speaking to you. It's a great show. Love Absolutely. that. I've been on that a couple times. Firehorse Combatives, law enforcement and military training. You can go to uh, firehorsecombatives.com. I, the Iowa Bison Company. I'm I'm meeting with him later today to pick up some products. The best damn bison. Oh, just grabbed some yummy bison yesterday. 
completely replaces beef in my family and mm. also um, C4, the concealed carry clothing company. So look the those C4.com, check it out, man. She's blowing up, man. Miss Pamela yeah. Johnson. Good, good stuff. Very, very quality clothing. Uh, walk around and, and uh, in comfort when you're when you're concealing a weapon. Yeah, you got so, one on the way to you, brother. It should be there. It should be getting there. It should be shipping it out pretty soon. No, I'm looking forward That's to that. I one, understand. Brother. So yeah, take take it away, man. All right. Well, yeah, it's just in closing, man. This has just been another awesome episode. Thank you, champ. And tomorrow is election day, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your cool. Whatever happens, let's just uh, let's all ride this out together. Let's uh, like I said, let cooler heads prevail. And if Hillary gets in, you know, just I'm just taking solace in the fact that she will be completely ineffectual and she hopefully will be taken down in some capacity by some by the courts in some way with some of the shit she's caught up in. And like you said, if Trump is elected, uh, notwithstanding the fact that, you know, he, he might not be, the, in my opinion, a nice guy in the world, he does give us a shot from at least his rhetoric that he's going to shake, shake some shit up big time, big league. Big league, big and league, that's, and that's what we need, dude. We need some, we need some serious shaking up. And he's hip to the game, dude. He knows the governments are funding ISIS. He's not just saying ban Muslims because he's a freaking anti-Muslim. He knows the inside baseball of the Trojan horse nature of of yeah. this immigration policy. So, anyway, sorry to ramble. Enjoyed it as always, man. Till next week, brother. You uh, travel safe to your next destination this week. Thank you. Looking forward to the next show, buddy. And hopefully, uh, hopefully the sun comes up tomorrow. It will. It will indeed. And then the day after that. Everyone enjoy the election day and uh, peace and all that love. Later, champ. Later.